And we are back, dude. Episode 92 of the podcast. And uh, there's some good news today. Finally, some good news. As I do every pod, I always suggest that you go review, rate, and follow the podcast wherever you listen to this podcast. And now, just as I had been waiting for, I got my first one-star review that I'm aware of. Um, I don't check the other platforms, but I um, check uh, Spotify and Apple, and I got my first one-star review. Now, what does that mean, right? You're thinking, did somebody bring down the average of my five-star rated podcast? Yeah, but it's fine. You know why? Because I appreciate you. (coughs) You go, Jerry, why do you appreciate this person to give you a one-star review? Well, let me tell you why. Because this person's being honest, right? They're like... Hey, I checked it out. I think it sucks. I'm giving you a one-star review. Now, they didn't write uh, a review. They just one-started. Kind of cowardly. I would have appreciated you, you did the you did the review of it um, or answered Spotify's questions on why you didn't like it. Now, does this person possibly have a small penis or white set vagina? Possibly, but I appreciate you because you told the truth where you adopted baby. And, you know, the the point of it all is that you're being honest and you didn't like it. You know, your parents never loved you, but you know, you did what you thought was right. And I appreciate you because you didn't, you didn't succumb to the, to the uh, pressures of leaving a five star, you know, not even a two, you know, you went one and that really says something about you. You know, that says you either, you heard it and you were like, this is dog shit. I'm leaving a one. You maybe heard 10 minutes of one podcast, which honestly, it is not different if you listen to the whole thing. (laughs) But no, seriously, in all fairness, that is part of the game. You're going to get a one star once in a while or a few once in a while, whatever. And that's cool. Fuck it. You know what? That's what you signed up for. That's what I signed up for. If you don't fuck with us, well, then get lost, guy. Nobody needs you. Or girl. I'm not trying to be sexist out here. It's possible a female listened to this podcast was like, this guy fucking sucks. Or, you know, it was a guy too. Doesn't matter. Either way. Got the first one star. I'm pretty sure if it was optional, they would have given me the zero. On on a on a real on some real shit. I wish <clears throat> I bet you they wish they would have gave me a zero. And that's cool. Because one podcast is not for everybody. It's just what it's gonna be. One style of music is not for everybody. It's all good. Um, but yeah, dude, it was like, okay, cool. I got it. Got got the first bad review out of the way. Many more to come. I'm assuming because one podcast cannot be for everybody. I mean, dude, there's times I'll pop into like new. For some reason right now, my YouTube algorithm is giving me like a lot of uh, beginner uh, podcasts on YouTube. Like... And, um, and I'll check them out and, you know, some of them are blah. This, this too could be blah to you, but we're starting out every, all these new podcasts were just, we don't have big names. We don't have big careers. We don't have big anything. We're just, we're just us and we're going about it as best as we can. Now, I mean, like I said, I'll agree. Like I've listened to a few minutes of like new podcasts and I'm like, man, I can't take too much of this. Mainly sometimes because it's like the people who are doing it, they're just starting off. So it's they don't know really too much how to carry a conversation or they're kind of nervous. They're kind of scared. I get it. It's all in the beginning. Um, and it's kind of slow moving. It's kind of all over. the Dude, everything, everything about that is like how mine was too or is or whatever. You know, it doesn't matter. Like we're we're all just trying to figure it out. Um and uh, so, you know, somebody was like, hey, as Jared's trying to figure it out, let me fucking one star him. So and uh, luckily I downloaded this app to find out who that one star person was. And then at the end of this podcast, I will reveal who that person was. Not in spite. No, not at all. Because we don't do that here. We don't do spite. Mainly because I think it would be hilarious, you know, Um and so we'll see. You'll see at the end. I'll, I'll reveal who the uh, who the one star giver was, and uh, well, I'll have a good laugh, and it'll be great. All right. 
but let's move it on. I want to move it on to a little bit more of a positive note. Um, so yesterday, dude, yesterday was my, uh, my daughter's birthday. She turned five and it was, it was great, dude, because like, it's, you know, when, I don't know, I guess, I guess kids get spoiled with this idea that not kids, but I'm sorry, uh, adults get spoiled with this idea that like your birthday has to be a special day because it's the day you were born. And I think we get it stuck in our head like that because maybe when we were kids, your parents did something special for you. Maybe you went to school and your school did something special for you. I know for some reason there's a tradition. I don't know if this is everywhere. I really don't. But uh, for some reason where I live, uh, maybe it's just like a southern thing. Um, they put, they attach $1 bills to you as like a birthday gift. I don't know. So like I'll go somewhere and you'll just see somebody covered in one dollar bills like safety pin dollar bills to them dude and uh i go okay yeah sure fine it's your birthday great um and then you know schools would do like school announcements all that good shit and so we you know we took my daughter to the aquarium here and i gotta say dude i'm gonna say this i always give shit to the city i live in because you know my experience is that a lot of this, a lot of my experience in this city is a lot of promised things that never come to fruition. So a lot of the times when there's always talk about something possibly new coming, it always gets axed last minute for some reason. I'll give you some examples. I'm a city by the, a coast, right? By the uh, Gulf of Mexico. Now, uh, there we have a park here downtown. And at one point, they were discussing a... Uh, a pier, you know, similar to like a Santa Monica pier where it would have a Ferris wheel it'd have like year round games, uh, maybe not year round, but like during the summer, during spring break, you know, stuff to make it fun and interesting as far as like maybe like uh, if tourists come, <clears throat> they would have something, you know, fun to do as well as enjoy the other sites. Well, it got axed you know, mainly, who knows, right? I think you got voted against, people didn't want it, whatever. And all of that's one instant of, of instance of of what could be in the city. That's not the only time. There's been multiple things where, like, a lot of cool ideas and cool propositions have been talked about, and then right at the last minute, it gets axed. I get it. I don't know how to run a fucking city. I've watched a lot of seasons of Parks and Rec. It seems hard, but I get it, right? Now that I'm older, I kind of get it. I go, maybe, you know, it just wasn't going to work and ultimately wasn't a good idea. But, I mean, it was a good idea, but just, I guess, good ideas in the sense of, like, physically, like, couldn't, you know, they, they didn't know how to come up with the money for it, whatever the case is. So, you know, growing up here, I've shit on the city so many times because I'm just like nothing fun and interesting to do here. I know I get it. It's everybody's like small town or small city fucking complaint, right? There's nothing to do here. I wish I was in L.A. or New York where I could get robbed or see a homeless guy fucking (laughs) inject himself. So I get it. You know, um, as I've gotten older, I've gotten a little bit more calmer with my hate of my city but it's still it still is there just kind of marinating um but we took my daughter to the aquarium i hadn't been to this particular aquarium since i was a kid we went on a field trip and you know it was uh, i remember very little then but um we went and i gotta say it was you know it wasn't too pricey but i it was a little bit more than i expected not the point of the of the story but we get in there dude and it's i gotta say it's fucking it's pretty tight i hate to give my city props uh but they did something right and they and i'm glad they did do something right i mean it's an aquarium we're by the coast you know we don't have all the fish but we have some fish obviously some have to be imported and stuff but dude what i liked about it was like they set the ambiance for the inside of the aquarium like pretty fucking nice like uh there are these you know huge glass uh walls where you can look into these fish tanks 
not only do they give you like the bottom view of it, but you can also go on top and see the top view, which is pretty fucking cool, I gotta say. And <laughs> I mean, it's crazy because like it, it, you know, I hadn't been there in so long, so the the memories I have of it are so faint. But going again, I was like, dude, this is pretty fucking cool. It, it's kind of crazy though, too, because like the tanks are only so big, so these fish only swim around it's like some of them had patterns you know what i mean it kind of sucks it's like oh like it's cool that i can see you but it also sucks that like this is your room and you share it with like 80 other roommates you know what i mean and that's if the tank is big enough some of them are just kind of built into the wall a little bit and that's kind of you know shitty like you're a seahorse and your room is like super fucking tiny and you're just like yeah this is my life you know it's like mtv cribs of like the sea world it's just yeah, this is my kelp over here. I got some tiny rocks. Uh, I've got this like little treasure chest here that opens up every now and again. Bubbles come out. It's pretty cool, you know. Also, I have the DVD of Scarface. You know, everybody's got to have this. You got to have the DVD of Scarface. <laughs> and so, uh, so it was tight. You know, it was it was really cool. The one thing though, <laughs> I love this about places like this. Like anywhere you go, any place that says they have an aquarium or a zoo or anything like that, what I love is the markup on shit. You gotta love it, dude. Now this aquarium had a Starbucks, which I'm like, okay, all right. But as soon as I saw, as soon as I clocked the Starbucks, dude, I fucking knew. Damn, I'm not paying no less than four dollars for a bottle of water. As soon as I clocked it, I said, shit, dude. All right, fucking well, that's you know. You got to pay to play is what I've been told. So clock to Starbucks. I'm like, that's cool. I'm not going to get one right now because I don't feel like paying double the price of a, of a regular coffee. I can get like 15 feet away. Real quick side note. We, uh, we have a baseball field for a minor league team and uh, a fast food chain by the name of Whataburger. Whataburger. Uh, I'm assuming helped build it, you know, fi- financed it. And so it's called Whataburger Field. And dude, you think, oh, fuck yeah, I want a burger at a game for sure. But it's like, dude, for a burger, it costs double without any fries or drink. I think you have to even buy the fries and drink separate. Like, they tax that ass there. And it's like, dude, come on. Like, how, how does it cost more to – there's there's literally another Whataburger, like, two miles down the road. And you can get it significantly cheaper. So what is it that is different here besides that it's in a field? And that's and that's that whole facade of like, well, you're in a baseball field. You're having a good time. You want a burger? Cool. $14. Damn, that's a lot for a meal. They're all, uh-uh. We didn't say meal. That's the burger? Mm-hmm. Did you want fries? I mean, for fuck, I, yeah, of course I want fries. Or, mm, you sure do. $6. 6 fucking dollars like yeah that's like the cost of a meal at your restaurant i know and you're like oh but all that protein and salt you're gonna get pretty thirsty like yeah yeah fucking of course i'm gonna get thirsty like would you want a drink yes i'll take a drink how much four dollars four fucking dollars yes sir and you know so it's all these places like that that just because it's in a location you know it has to be some sort of uh some sort of price increase, but anyways, you know, you, like I said, you, you gotta, you gotta pay to play. So, I see the Starbucks. I'm like, cool, whatever. We go. We're we're walking around, and uh, eventually, we get to a point where we're like, uh, I think we've seen the whole aquarium at this point. It's it's pretty much down. But they they have this like um, they've got like an outdoor one. It's where like you'd see like turtles, uh, otters. There's like a they have a small. A small wild cat. It's not. It's not like the big attraction, but it's like the big attraction is like the dolphins, right? So because the, the dolphins do a little dance, they do a little shake and move. We didn't catch it because it was going to be later than than we were going to stay there. But um, so we go and we stop at a, you know, we stop at a little a snack bar and of course like two drinks and a bag of chips. You're like ten dollars. You're like ah, great, cool, dude. They didn't even give us bottled water. They gave us a cup of water from the fucking, um, from the fountain. I'm like, that's tap water. Like, I just could drink out of one of these fountains around here. Like, I mean, it's, I'm pretty sure it's the same temperature, but 
what one thing I want to point out about I, I noticed I think and I feel like while we were at this, at this aquarium, technology, i.e., cell phones, have kind of ruined the experience of going somewhere for an experience, right? I'm pretty sure like in Disney World and Land, like if you're an employee there, it's like no go cell phones. You can when you're on a break. I mean, dude, look. Disney World and Land, when you dress up as a princess or a character, you have to be so ingrained with that character because if a kid comes and asks you like questions, you have to know them. This is facts. The only reason I know this is because in college, uh, one of my uh, teachers was like, uh, there's like a Disney internship. He does a Disney internship every year. And um, for those who don't know, it's basically you don't get paid, but you work for Disney for free. I'm pretty sure that motherfucker gets a check at the end of it because he signed up so many people. So it's like pay your way. Get it. Dude, work there, but also to live there for the three months for the internship, like get a job. It's like, yo, yeah, go fuck yourself. I'm like, yeah, sorry. Uh, none of us here are that well off. So it's a community college. So anyways, um, but besides that, I'm, I'm you know, th- those people that are in character there, they have to like stay in that character. So I doubt they could just be on a cell phone. And that's what I'm talking about is that when we went at each stop, there was like, you know, a person there that's supposed to answer questions you have about the marine life that's that you're looking at. Now, we didn't we didn't really like have any questions and uh, just because. I mean, we're there to look. We're not really there to, like, learn. Because, I mean, honestly, you could just open your phone, go to Google, fucking probably take a photo of the fish, and it would give you its whole backstory, you know? And especially that he has a Scarface DVD at his own aquarium home. So, but we we came up to this one uh, particular site where I just, I kind of felt like, like, kind of like, Oh yeah, fuck you, you know? Like not really. Calm down. Don't 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 get ready to do a one-star review, right? I'm saying we pulled up, she was on her phone, like straight looking down at this phone. We walk up, she she clocks us, and she puts away her phone. Now, do I have a problem with this? Absolutely not. That's fine. I don't know your life. I don't know your situation. Maybe you got a babysitter, maybe somebody in your family's sick, you're just checking on them. Who knows? I'm not saying that what they're doing is bad because, dude, everybody is on their fucking phone at their job. It's like, if I'm mad at her, I got to be mad at literally everybody else, dude. Because there's times where I'm at a gas station and I got to wait for somebody to finish their text before they help me out. So it's like, I can't get mad. It's it's what life has turned into. Like, But it's just like that whole facade of like, you're you're supposed to be here ready to take on you know, the paying customer who's, who's got the questions, you know, but instead I just see you being average on your phone, maybe not even really just on TikTok or some shit. Cause let's, let's be fucking real. Half the world is on fucking TikTok. I, I don't understand it, but they are, I get it. It's like vine, but it's, and it's just whatever. I, I've never understood and I never will, but, um, so we pull up and, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm going to I'm not going to fuck with this person, but I'm just going to be like, let me see if they're really about their shit. You know, I'm Master P. I want to see if they're bad about it. That's all I'm trying to say. Like, do you work here because you want to or are you just here because you're here? You know, because fuck, Lord knows, dude, we went to Houston and the people there, we went to a, an aquarium in Houston. And please, please, please listen to me. If you're thinking like, oh, my God, what's there to do in Houston? Uh, the aquarium don't go don't do it please you're wasting your time you can literally just go to PetSmart and see the same goddamn thing i promise anyways i saw her on her phone and you know again i'm not, I'm not pissed i'm just saying like let, let me see what's good so hey uh so she's telling us she goes you can you can put two fingers on the back of the stingray just some repetitive line she said before again not mad at her but you know she she knows the she knows the lingo so I go, hey, what? Like, I'm genuinely curious. I go, what do they eat? And so she goes on to say, like, you know, types of crustacean, coral, all this stuff. And I'm, I'm letting her fire off all these things. And then she mentions clams. I'm like, well, okay, like, yeah, like, okay. I, and I make a joke. I'm like, what about mussels? Like, and uh, and she's like, oh yeah, mussels too. And I was again, I'm not gonna call her bullshit. I don't even know this for a fact, but it's a stingray, you know. My girl, uh, my wife asked me, like, why don't you want to touch him? I was like, dude, I. I haven't forgiven him for the Steve Irwin 
you know, like gone too soon. And these motherfuckers just out here living their life. Like that motherfucker needs to be put on trial. And that's something we're not talking about, dude. They kill Harambe, but they won't kill it. They won't put the stingray down. Mm-mm, dude, that's when the world lost its way. But, um, so, so yeah, she just agrees with me. She's like, oh yeah, muscles too. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, but you know, it, like I said, I'm not mad at this person. I can't really be because she's just part of the bigger picture of what's wrong. It's like we all would rather be living in our phones than like paying attention to what's going on. This morning, I passed by a bus stop full of kids, dude. They're all spread out. They're all looking down at their phones. And I'm starting to believe that like in the future when they say that like humans will evolve to having like a downward neck. It looks that way, dude, because all these motherfuckers <laughs> be looking down at their phones like that. I do it, too. I'm not I'm not fucking savoring this. I'm not guilty of it. I'm on my phone just probably as much. But, you know, it, it, I'm just fucking bullshitting, dude. It's like, look, I get it. You know, they took these jobs. They're bored at these jobs. What are they going to do? You're going to pull out that little square and just lose yourself for a minute inside some somewhere else into the Internet world. So I get it. But it's just, again, man, it's just one of those things where I was like, damn. I was hoping they were just down about this marine life and uh, willing to uh, just escape that that world and kind of be submerged in their job. But, you know, a lot of puns, but fuck it. Dude, I just seen this. Um, I guess it's like a video um, explaining... Uh, predictive programming, I don't know if you've heard about this, but predictive programming basically is, um, it's a theory, um, of why fictional shows and movies always kind of seem to get like real world events kind of accurate. Now, you know how we feel about the Simpsons over here at a cynical op. It's basically like you joke around enough. You're going to satire will just become that reality. But in this case, like, um, you know, there had been some movies and some shows that have sort of predicted, you know, not predicted, but like kind of saw some stuff happening before they actually happened. And um, some of the examples they gave was there was like an episode of X-Files where uh, in one of them, the, the Twin Towers were targeted for an attack this is before obviously 9-11 and uh and so you know that being the case the whole idea behind this is a way it's like a it's like mental warfare if you will where they show you the tragedies happening on entertainment so you yourself don't make that connection or are attached to the tragedy and so when that said tragedy happens it kind of it's easier for you to brush off because you've kind of witnessed it as entertainment so when you think it's actually happening you're like oh, okay it'll be fine because maybe like in the movie it was kind of fine right like they got everything cleaned up and fixed but and so the only reason i kind of know about it now is because um this um there's a movie that came out that was called white noise and it had to deal with like a derailment in ohio literally in the exact same place Uh, i think the movie takes place in east palestine of of ohio and so i mean you know us do we love a good conspiracy theory we love to nibble that shit up for breakfast perfectly like it's it's i don't know conspiracies are fun but like i would never you would never catch me at a party you know trying to drown somebody in in my conspiracies no way like i think they're just fun to kind of think about like this uh predictive programming this makes sense to me right this is one of those things where it's like yeah like why wouldn't they try to soften the blow with some news they have to drop then showing you you know a bunch of scenarios before kind of like aliens like at this point there's enough alien movies we're like yeah we're just fucking waiting now like hurry up you know um and even dude i mean when they announced aliens nobody gave a shit it was during covid everybody was kind of like worried about their own shit 
and you could tell they just kind of slid it in. It was kind of like, oh, yeah, by the way, aliens are real and fucking Independence Day could happen. Will Smith could. Dude, and literally Will Smith punched somebody or slapped somebody. Dude, what are the fucking odds? Here we go unraveling shit right now. Will Smith punches an alien. Will Smith slaps Chris Rock. Predictive programming. They fucking saw that shit coming early. They're like, all right, Will Smith will eventually punch or slap somebody. So let's get this ready. Let's let's make sure we, we have some sort of creature, maybe an alien Will Smith can punch. Dude, there it is. I, we fucking cracked this conspiracy wide open, dude. It's obvious. It's true. But uh, <laughs> they, yeah, I mean, it. look, for... It does make sense, right? Like if, if some, I mean, I'll tell you right now, dude. I did not give a shit about the derailment. Like just because, like, what do I know? But I have nothing to contribute. Like with most things, I have nothing to contribute. Like I am nobody to be like, we should go clean this up. I'm not an environmentalist, dude. I I I barely recycle. I think I'm doing it right, you know. According to my city, though, who whose big idea it was to put paper tags on our recycling bins to tell us if we were recycling correctly the they didn't see the irony and that they were making more trash for us to throw away eventually but you know i whatever i'm not i'm not a big environmentalist so when it came to this thing i'm like okay well this is obviously beyond me i can be bummed for the people i mean i think that's all the uh i'm all allowed to feel is like fuck that sucks like you know sad for those people you know, and, and of course, but you know, there's there's bigger people in place to take this this sort of um, these tragedies on. You know, I, I'm assuming, you know, there's some big ass case going down with the company who either had the chemicals or the 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 company transporting these materials, whatever it is. I'm pretty sure the city of East Palestine or the town of East Palestine, whatever, has some some fat check coming. You know, but. Until then, I'm like, what can I do? You know, so with this predictive programming, I I don't think, like I said, it does make sense that they would do this to us to be like, hey, this is, but then what? Like they planned a derailment? Like what did they want to do? But then there's where it goes deeper, dude. You want to go deeper than deeper? They needed a distraction. So they're like, all right, like we need this to happen. Produce a movie for this to happen and then we'll do it but we're literally covering something up on the side i mean dude i don't know how people can give their entire attention and lives like go do a fucking hobby for conspiracy theories because mainly number one it's gonna happen if or if you don't care about it like right now something is going on behind a closed door and then that's not even the worst thing because behind that door is another door that leads to another door that they're doing 20 times more shadier shit and more creepier shit. Like, who even fucking knows, dude? Is there a Middle Earth? I don't know. I got to stop. I'm going to go too far and then I'm going to get lost in a rabbit hole. But I'm just saying, you know, they, they've almost, they've literally gotten us to a point where we're comfortable with, like, a lot of tragedies. It's kind of like uh, almost any news kind of means nothing, like... I mean, not that this doesn't mean anything, but the cash app, I think he was like the former, I think they call him CTO, chief technical officer. I don't even know what that meant. He started cash app, bro, they they brutally stabbed him in San Francisco. And it's like, who stabs anymore? I say, is it England, man? Because in England or whatever, like they don't have guns, so they stab. So a lot of people are like, that's, that's their choice, which is a funny thing too, right? Because it's a... Um, the whole idea is that, like, take away the guns and uh, and then there'll be no more killings. It'll all be Gucci after that. Like, that's, you know, that's uh, formal. That's from Congress, right? Everything will be Gucci once we get rid of the guns. But it's like, yeah, but they did that in London or wherever and people are stabbing each other. Like, it won't end because people suck and people are pieces of shit. So it's kind of like... They'll just find something else. Take all the knives away. It's like, okay, people are killing each other with bats. Take all the baseball bats away. Yeah, well, people are throwing microwaves at each other now. Like, fuck. Okay, listen, you can own a microwave, but only between these hours. Like, you know, they'll fucking make some rules. It's like people will always want 
to get one up on people. So it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I'm not a pro gun guy. I'm not a non pro gun guy, but I'm just like, it won't matter. You know, you know, your boy, I sit on a fence on everything, dude. I have no opinion on, uh, on any of this shit because it doesn't matter what I think or do because the, the laws and everything is already set in motion and bigger people in place to handle that. So if I fucking unfortunately get like, I'm in a situation, you know, that, uh, like an active shooter type shit. It's like, dude, what, what choice do I have? Like they have all the power, you know what I mean? And, uh, but in this case, the, the, the cash app dude got stabbed in San Francisco and dude, I don't know if you know anything about San Francisco, but it's kind of shitty right now. Like I'm pretty sure obviously there's parts of San Francisco that are like, you know, people who are <laughs> making enough money to live comfortably away from people who are like, oh, I'm good. Well, it was San Francisco's beautiful. Like, they're just not seeing that side. But, dude, I've seen videos of, like, large groups of people breaking into cars with, uh, they, they put some shit on their hand. It's almost like a glove. And then they attach, like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen that, like, hammer that, I've I've only seen it once, but it's like a hammer you're supposed to keep in your car. Cause it's like it's got a it's got a belt cutter, it's got a glass shatterer, um, and then something else on the other side. Um, but it's in case like maybe you fall into water, you have that hammer handy. <laughs> and I always think like, yeah, but if you keep it in the glove and the seatbelt's locked up and your water's going on, and it's like you got to have that shit somewhere. It's like so quick, it's got to be like accessible. So, anyways, uh, there's like this like uh, it's like a a pointed tip, a metal pointed tip that they put on these gloves and they literally just fucking tap their hand against the glass, shatters immediately, and they're off looking for shit to steal. From what I hear, like, and again, I don't I don't know much, but it, it, it seems like it's going down there pretty crazy with crime. Like, cops aren't arresting people for minor crimes or even if they do get arrested, they're out the same day or the next. So it's almost like there's no incentive not to do crime, right? You know, that's why... I, there was that video too, I think last year of that, the people eating brunch, the guy just pulls up with a, they just get robbed, take the watch, taking everything. And it's like, God damn, bro. So when you hear that this dude gets stabbed, I don't even know what the fuck he was doing. He was just, and I'm pretty sure they didn't know it was him. They were just like, I don't know if you had invented cash up, I'm assuming you got a little cash on the wrist guy, you know? And and they saw that and they're like, uh, cash at me that fucking Rolex right now. But, you know, um, but when something like that happens, I'm like, dude, nobody, uh, you know, you go in the comment section to see what, what's being said. And it's pretty much the same. They're like, what do you expect, California? And and nobody has remorse for this guy. It's crazy. He was like a whole person. And then like. You know, you get fucking stabbed in, in San Francisco and just because, and mainly too, right? He's probably like very wealthy. People are like, that's eh, fine. You know, it's not a tragedy. I mean, I'm assuming that's what people feel because it, it was, there's times when like news stays around for like a little bit. But look, dude, if Drake had got some stripper pregnant, I guarantee you that would have been the, the fucking circuit for a minute. I mean, how long did we pay attention to, uh, to Johnny Depp and uh, Amber Heard? that Amber Heard trial, like, that shit was continually going on on my Instagram, but it was like, you know, nobody's investigating this, this guy's death, his, uh, being stabbed to death, I saw somebody say that it was, they seemed like it was personal, but I was like, nah, I mean, yeah, it can be, but, um, you know, anybody can get a knife, but that's crazy, uh, yeah, so this, uh, predictive programming, um, it's interesting, man. I, I, I mean, who knows? Who knows what it could be for? Or, but I don't know, man. It, it, like, cons- conspiracy-wise, yes, it, it it rings all the bells. It's it's all like this is all possible. This is what they're doing. They're pre-programming it. You know, you could you could do the whole freak out, or you could just kind of accept that, like, uh you know, the co- I'll say coincidences, but like the. The one that's way out of pocket is that white noise one, man. That one's, like, straight out of pocket. Like, the same town, the same occurrence. I don't know. You know, like, the Twin Towers were attacked once before. Uh, I mean, you know, it was in 92. And uh, even Biggie says, I'm blowing up like the world tree. But, you know, 
for for there to be an attack i still feel like that's that one's kind of like you know um uh, not that it was implausible but that it was you know to write it into a script and for it to happen later i think still uh, might you know it was going to happen and dude i just heard of this uh this documentary on hulu i want to check it out it talks about uh the fifth plane or something uh Basically, that there was supposed to be another plane headed towards New York for, to hit Building Seven, the the building that that collapsed right next to the Twin Towers. That uh, that a lot of people say looks like it was uh, demolitioned. But the from what the, from what I get of the documentary, they're talking about that this fifth plane that was supposed to take off. Like so many things uh, happened to where uh, it it wasn't able to take off. That uh, the because the ter- that you know saying that the, there was terrorists on that flight, uh, but that that plane was supposed to crash into Building Seven, but because it didn't go as planned, that they 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 demolished it without um uh, without it happening, and uh, and so that's why there's so many people who say it looks like you know it was a inside job or like or it was a, a controlled demolition. That was a conspiracy, at least, though, so... I don't know, man. I mean, dude, it's up to you. Think about it. Tell me what your thoughts are on that in the, you know, comment section below, obviously. And, uh, yeah, man, we'll see. All right, enough conspiracies for for this pod, dude. I do too many sometimes. But, um, dude, I was on the job the other day. And it's kind of funny because, like, I feel like white people are, like, scared now a little bit. You know, I might be wrong on this because I don't know many white people. But it just seems like in the news they're very, like, scared of what to say. And so I was on a roof and uh, this uh, this framer on the bottom was, you know, trying to tell me that something had came up. But uh, uh, with what we were doing and but, you know, and this is the dude. This is the funny thing is, like, it's nothing on him. But he sees me and, you know, your, your boy's dark, especially doing roofs now. I went from caramel to straight mocha, bro, okay? And so it's nothing on him, but he starts trying to, like, speak to me in, like, this sort of broken Spanish. Probably the first time that's ever happened, right? Like, instead of broken English, this dude's trying to talk to me in broken Spanish. And so <laughs> I don't let him go on for too long before I let, I let people, you know, suffer a little bit because, you know, kind of fuck them because... At times, you know, who knows when they try to maybe some immigrant was trying to talk to them in broken English and they were like, what? I don't understand you. Speak English. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm, I don't let this dude sweat it out too much. So usually I would. But I'm like, nah, let me just hurry this up because I'm on a roof and I got a job to do. So th- this guy's trying to talk to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, man. No, I know. And I mean, dude, if you hear my voice compared to what you think I might sound like speaking all Spanish, you're. You're like, oh, shit, you know, so I'm like, no, yeah, man, I know, like, we're looking at this, and it's, uh, yeah, we know we need to fix it or whatever. He's like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, awesome, man, they just needed me to tell you and all that stuff, and he's all, (laughs) and then he goes, hey, man, I didn't mean anything by, you know, speaking Spanish or assuming, I was like, dude, it's it's all good, no worries. He's like, okay, cool, man, because... You know, I just didn't, I, I didn't mean anything by it. And I was like, hey, all good, man. I, I understand. I was like, I, I get it. I would too, you know, like, I don't want to go into detail too much, but like, I get it. And so he's like, okay, cool, cool. All right. He's like, because I didn't mean nothing. But <laughs> dude, he was so apologetic. I was like, you know, but again, I'm like, okay. He's, I was like, dude, does he think like canceling goes all the way to the fucking, to construction, you know? He's seen musicians and, and, and movie stars get canceled. I'm pretty sure he's like, fuck, I don't want to be next. I need this fucking job. But I just thought it was hilarious, man. Like, for the first time, like, these white people are scared, <laughs> dude. They're scared um, in what they consider to be their own country, man. Um, and it's funny, man, because I always felt like it, like him being scared to, to offend me or something was like, it's funny because, like, he wouldn't have felt that way, I guess, if I had spoke, like, 100% Spanish. But but because he knows, like, I'm, like, American, like, you know, I speak English as my first language. And although not by that sentence, because I fucked it up, doesn't seem like it. But, um, 
you know, I'm pretty sure he thought like, oh, fuck, I just offended this guy because he doesn't speak Spanish. You know, just because of his color of his skin, I assume. I was like, come on, dude. That's too easy. In South Texas, it's too easy to assume that like, yeah, like, I, dude, when I lived in El Paso, get the fuck out of here. Like, I was, I was duck out of the fucking, I can't even come up with a sentence. English is my first language, by the way. But dude, like. It went from, like, you had to assume everybody spoke Spanish because everybody does speak Spanish as their first language. They're, like, straight up. And then they you know, they learn English. And so that, for me, was kind of like a learning curve because I was like, oh, fuck. I don't know any Spanish, dude. I learned. And see, so dude, my Spanish even now is, like, all work-related Spanish. I mean, I can I can definitely order food. I can, I can use uh, – I know how to communicate with the guys. But, like – to ask me what I did on the weekend, good fucking luck, dude. I got nothing in me. I got nothing in the chamber for you in Spanish. I'm learning. It's coming along. But, you know, I got so uh, so ingrained in the in the American life that, I mean, dude, I even cut words off now just to, you know, just to <laughs> make it more dick and more Americanized. I'm like, appreciate. I'm like, I appreciate, you know. Uh, <laughs> I do shit like that to words that I'm like, ah, oh, I'm just butchering the language, let alone trying to learn another one. And so, um, what's it called? No, I just find it funny though, that, you know, th- this guy felt scared to, to, to offend me and stuff like that. But I've always felt like white people never had really anything to fear, dude, especially like, like white people have it so good. Right. And I'm not talking about, listen. I'm not talking about all, right? Because I know there's some poor white people. I've seen them. I've known them. I went to school with them. I know about the, the poor whites. You know what I mean? What I'm talking about is, like, the whites that, like, everything has been, like, a pop-up book for them. So, like, a Wes Anderson film, you know? Life has been nothing but a Wes Anderson film. Real colorful, real quirky characters. Nothing's gone wrong. And even if there is an issue, they'll just edit it out, right? And so... I was thinking, like, yeah, dude, like, I don't know that many, if at all, like, Hispanic or, like, black, even Asian (laughs) atheists, you know, because I feel like white people, for the most part, everything's been good. Like, they've always kind of, you know, quote, been in charge uh, or had the leg up on uh, minorities and stuff. So religion to them is like, "Ah, yeah, why would there be a God? Life is good. I don't need to pray to anything, you know. And they have so much fucking more time on there. Again, dude, I'm making generalizations and assumptions. If you think like, dude, this guy is fucking dead wrong or dead ass wrong, which I hope you're using dead ass in that sentence. Sure, fine, fuck it. But like I'm talking about a generalization, all right? What I'm saying is what I think and what I, you know, thought most of my time is like, most of my time as a human is like, dude, white people never had any, no need for religion. They, they've, they've had everything good going for them for so long. They're like, nah, I'm good. I'll believe, I mean, why would I believe there is a God? Life is going so good now. Like, if I get pulled over by a cop, it goes great. You know, I probably know the guy, you know, and I probably donated a lot of money to their uh, to their organization. So, you know, for the majority, I've met like a lot of white atheists that are like, you know, I just don't believe that there is a God. Oh, I don't go to church, but, you know, I... I uh, I give a donation to the church. You know, that's what they'll do. They won't tithe, right? Because they don't go to a church, but they'll donate to a church and give the church a whole extra, like, wing, you know? Like, they're all... This is the uh, Ronald McGerald wing of the church, you know? But, um, yeah, I don't know, dude. Because growing up a Catholic for most of my life, it it was the idea of, like, praying that there would be some sort of, like, you know... Hey, like, give us a leg up this year, <laughs> you know, or this life or anything. And uh, when I met people who didn't believe, I'm like, why don't you believe? You know, e- even now where my faith is kind of like, um, you know, I'm, I don't know what you would call it, I guess, half in, half out. I'm, I'm, you know, I've had some time to grow and think and all that. But uh, although this isn't a religious podcast and I don't really I mean, dude, I guess, uh, I don't know, I'd be on the fence. Like I said, your boy's on the fence on, like, mainly everything. Only because I don't, I can't say without a fucking, without a doubt that everything is for sure or not, you know? But, anyways, getting off topic too much. I'm just saying, like, when I was growing up, I couldn't believe some people didn't, like, I, you know, I went to, 
I went to obviously in middle school and stuff and I, and I met you started to meet these kids who were like, oh, I don't believe there is a God, you know, and because, you know, they had a tough upbringing. So, but again, white, like the only people I knew white because do all the I mean, I went to a, a fucking school with mainly Hispanic, Hispanic and blacks rosaries worn on the fucking on the daily, you know, in gold. They got somebody's got a gold cross, got the Jesus on there. Um and some people rocking the no Jesus on the cross. They were like, because he came down from the cross, you know, they were getting super political with it. But anyways, dude, not, not a religious podcast again, but you know, we we're here, we're into it. And, uh, oh, dude, I knew this one chick who like was so not unbelievable. God, dude, she would like walk around with the, uh, the, the Charles Manson book, the helter skelter or some shit, dude, I think even one day, she, like, drew, like, a smiley face, just like fucking Charles Manson did on her head, on her forehead, shit was like, <laughs> okay, she doesn't believe in God, I wonder if she does now, I wonder if life has changed for her, and is like, oh, yeah, this is great, life is great, but, um, yeah, you know, I, when I was growing up, I, I couldn't believe some people didn't believe in a God, or, or anything like that, I was like, man, how could you not, because so much of my growing up was kind of like not that life was horrible but it's like oh you know we we believe that life can be better through through god or through jesus anything like that and i don't know dude like it uh in the last couple years you know who i mean i don't know man like i said i'm i'm half and half out a lot of you know what what's what's been getting me is like these these science discoveries and stuff and you think like dude like is this real? Is you know, is there a god? And then somebody's like we found Noah's ark. You're like holy shit. You're like is science real? They're like well, we discovered a new disease. You're like holy shit, it's killing a bunch of people. God, are you real? It's like yeah, they found a miracle cure last minute. You're like god damn it, dude. That's how I feel, dude. Every every second, it's like, it, it it's like on a seesaw. You're like, well, okay, I see where science has a point here, and then and then, uh oh, miracle at the clutch at the buzzard. God, you're there, and then it's like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, dude, and um, but yeah, dude. Like I always felt like uh, I'm all over the place on this topic. It's it's a complicated topic, dude. I don't think there is a one way or another. But my my main point was like growing up, I always like kind of felt like white people when I would meet them, they you know there was never this they never had like religious things in their house, the, the houses that I went to. But you go to any Hispanic or like black house, you're like you got some you got crosses everywhere. You got some sort of quote from the Bible somewhere, dude. Number one, if you go to a Hispanic person's house, and I guarantee, and it has to be the person at least. The the homeowner's got to be at least over 50. Without question, without doubt, they have in some shape or form the Last Supper in the kitchen or at the dining room. No question. If you don't, dude, investigate your family. They're not your real family, dude. They've been switched because I guarantee you, dude, they got the Last Supper posted up on the dining room table somewhere. I know it, dude. You can't tell me it's not there, dude. Or do a 23andMe. Make sure you're full Hispanic, bro. Make sure you got some Mexican heritage. Because if you're saying that they don't got it there, I don't know what to tell you, dude. But it's a complicated subject. But that's a, that, that's like an observation I've like I've come to see. And then, you know, people have made it clear to like uh, I'll just be uh, like listening to podcasts or or watching a show or, or a, you know, and they'll bring it up. I'm like, oh, yeah, like. You know, I think I think they don't really believe in obviously again a generalization. Don't go off <laughs> talking to me about it. It's just like, dude, that's what I feel. Like, you know, Hispanic and black people, maybe even Asians are like, we need an a, a leg up. But I'm talking about like in America, not like uh anywhere in their country where they're they're thriving in their own way, obviously. But um it's like, yeah, dude, we needed that leg up and white people walking around like, nah, it's uh it's been good for a very long fucking time, and I don't know. It, it just it just kind of made me want to talk about it, just because how that guy acted like he was so apologetic about literally nothing that he had to be about. And you know, 
the things that they get that they think we get upset about, it's really not even that, dude. Just don't just, you know, just give me money. <laughs> you want to be real apologetic, white people? Give me money out of your wallet or purse, but like without me asking, you know, no, never. But um, I just need to calm down, bro. You know, just relax. All right. Like, <laughs> I could see why that guy got, like, the, you know, real, uh, what do you call it? Like, apologetic. But I was like, nah, man, it's all good. And uh, <laughs> and he, he was, like, chatting me up later, just, you know, I guess trying to, like, really seal the deal that everything's cool. But I was like, hey, man, relax. We're all good. <laughs> and uh, I guess on that note, man, that'll do it for me for the pod this week. Um, I didn't think, man, I was gonna be able to put one out but um i was able to i was able to pull one out man this week and i you know i try to i try to get it get the pot out every week man it's my you know it's my goal to do and i appreciate everybody listening um oh i forgot i'm pretty sure you've been sticking around to find out what um who the person was who gave me the one star review and uh yeah, I guess I should reveal the person. Let me open up the app here. One second. Right here. Okay, so the person is... I don't have their name because that app doesn't exist and it's not a real thing because why would I look it up? And why would you care unless you were the person who left it and you're still listening? <laughs> dude. I hope I hope that person is it. I hope I took him on a little ride. That'd be fun, dude. It'd be idiotic of me to do to actually reveal that person, but... You know, fuck it, dude. You, you said your truth. You said it, and can't take it back now, dude. But either way, dude, in in honor of that one star review, I'm still gonna say the same thing: rate it, review it, do what it do to it. You know, wherever you're listening to this, give it a follow. Um, and yeah, dude, I don't care if it's a one star review or a two star review. Whatever you got to do, whatever you felt about the pod, that's how you felt. So, anyways, I'll see you guys next week. Later. <laughs>